Hello everybody, Mark here from the Zakutaku Podcast, and I just want to give a quick shout out to friend of the show, Gundam Tipico, over on Instagram, and let you all know that he is currently holding a giveaway for two high-grade Gundam Heavy Arms model kits from Gundam Wing. Now, to be entered for a chance to win, all you have to do is go over to Instagram and give Gundam Tipico a follow and like the post mentioning the giveaway. The second way to enter is to comment on the post and tag two of your friends. The third way to enter is to share the post to your story and mention at Gundam Tipico. If you don't mention him, the entry is invalid, so make sure to do that. And that's all you have to do. So if you want to be entered to win one of two Gundam Heavy Arms high-grade model kits from Gundam Wing, Go on over to Gundam Tipico's Instagram page, give him a follow, give the post a like, comment and tag two of your friends, and share the post to your story and mention at Gundam Tipico in that story. And that's all you have to do. I'd also like to mention that Gundam Tipico will be joining us for our upcoming watch through of Gundam Wing. So make sure to watch that episode if you wanna hear what the Gundam Wing Master has to say about the series and what a couple of noobs have to say about it as well. All right, enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Zakutaku Podcast. I'm Jose, and I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Mark and Garcil. And today, we're talking about part two of our viewing of G-Mobile Fighter, or uh, otherwise widely known as G-Gundam. Today, we, uh, well, you know, over the course of the few days, we've been watching from episodes 13 to 24. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of shit that happened this time around, so... uh you know, Mark, uh, why don't you go ahead and take us away? So once again, we are also joined by Kevin and Robert. Hey, I just want to mention it's called Mobile Fighter G Gundam. That's oh, it. shit. Or better, oh. you're wrong. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Anyway, I did my part for the week. So, as Jose mentioned, we were watched through episodes 13 through 24. And during the course of that, a lot of things happened. Uh, one of which was the betrayal of Master Asia. So, upon... When, no when somebody, that one was. <laughs> well, when somebody first watches this, they might think that Master Asia is going to be kind of like that mentor character that we see in a lot of shonen who grows and develops the main character into, you know, their potential. But in this series... Master Asia quickly is established as a villain, like within two two episodes, I believe. The episode right after we finished. Oh, was it? Might have been um, one or two episodes. It's uh, hinted at at the end of thirteen, but it's mostly confirmed in fourteen. So I, I just have to ask: Do you guys think that this was rushed, or do you prefer this like immediate betrayal? Normally, I would say it's rushed, but for whatever reason, probably nostalgia for me, uh, it, it felt right felt normal <clears throat> whoa I, oh are you done are you not done go ahead no i'm good <laughs> okay well i was just gonna <laughs> Don't talk about it. okay well i was just gonna say as my other uh you know as my opinion um i don't i didn't feel like it was necessarily a bad thing to be honest uh i think i thought that it had a lot of impact because it was kind of done immediately like it let us um get like get to a point in where we, in which we liked master asia and we thought he was so cool and all this stuff and then it like pretty much pulled the rug from underneath us and just flipped it 180. And I thought it was a nice surprise. So yeah, I can add one quick thing. Uh, so as, as stated before, we we are familiar with the series, so we know some of the twists and turns here and there. I remembered Master Asia being a villain. I did not remember him being one this quickly. It's a pretty dramatic uh, shift in character immediately. 
So, I'm, but honestly, I'm, I'm with you guys. I don't think that it was that big of a deal. I think that having other characters come in to mentor Domon and take that place right after Master Asia makes it a little more digestible. And by other characters, I mean Schwartz. Yeah, I don't think it was rushed either. I know the series is less than 50 episodes. So, like, I think it was, I think it was all right. Master Asia is cool either way. He, um, he definitely did his job. You know, he definitely showed up, uh, got introduced, showed uh, the audience that, yeah, this is Master Asia, um, Domon's master. We got a couple flashbacks with him too when they were uh, training when Domo was a kid, or at least younger, I assume. Obviously younger. Uh, but I definitely agree. I don't I don't feel like it was rushed. I just I feel like if it you know maybe two episodes was fine. I think if it went on for three or four, it would might have been a little too long because as an audience we pretty much figure out like oh this guy's up to something when we see him like going downstairs and um tricking Rain and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but uh you know I mean anyone remember the part where Rain is like coming up on Master Asia and she pulls out her Glock and she says I'm not as strong as Master Domon but I still <laughs> got to try. Dude, she's ready. She got her Glock. She's ready. It's it has the same energy as that one meme. The I'm a healer but. <laughs> um, but yeah. she's a doctor carrying a clock she is a doctor yeah she's like i'm i'm a, I'm a doctor but you know i i gotta do what i gotta do to survive and just everyone's a fighter except me oh um, but yeah i think master asia was introduced well established domon's character a bit too we gotta see where he gets his hot-headedness and his technique from but yeah i'm curious to know the opinion of someone who's watching for the first time because i remember too that he betrayed so i'm I don't know. Well, as somebody, yeah, as somebody that's not dulled by the nostalgia, um, I think that it works because, um, like, it. So he's introduced as a very, like, very close character to Domon. So he has like a good connection to him and he, like, you know, he's in there long enough for the audience to like him, but he doesn't stick around as a good guy long enough for you to really feel like oh well you know that's that's you know it wasn't overly drawn out and it wasn't too short to the extent that it was like meaningless and and but it was still meaningful at the same time so it's a strange way to try to describe it but i felt like they really nailed the balance in the timing uh, of how like how his change came, went about and how fast it happened cuz it's not at somewhere it's not at a place in which i think it's like it was overdrawn overdrawn or like you know just really sudden that you know we end up asking ourselves like oh well, that's kind of dumb i also think that those of us that have been watching these uh, gundam series are kind of used to having characters that are that we know are bad and that are shown to be bad, but having them stick with the main crew and then betray them later on. And <laughs> Dude, Char's I'm... never betrayed anybody. <laughs> well, you know, in the series, he really didn't. I'm thinking like some of the side characters like Bicha, uh, Bicha Mondo, Rekoa, those kind of characters that, you know, you know that you think that the main cash should distance himself from because of their actions but instead they like latch onto them um i think domon does latch onto master asia even after his betrayal absolutely (laughs) but but towards uh, the end of this watch though he he has a resolve and it's it doesn't take the whole series to to have that happen so that's good um speaking of which before we go on to the next topic i just want to bring up uh another kind of quick conversation topic so what did you guys think uh like i know some of us are watching it for the first time some of us are definitely watching it for more than the first time um i wonder who i wonder who yeah doesn't. me too <laughs> but i just uh, what was your guys's opinion on uh of chippity and friends like coming back in the way they did oh just, like uh influenced by the dark gun yeah i think using those guys was 
was a good way to show like it could happen to anybody. Okay. Like just just because you're like a main character doesn't mean you can't be pretty much possessed. Okay. By the okay. Dark Gundam. Right. Because up to this point, we've seen Rain's like ex boyfriend, whatever, and uh, a mummy guy. So. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point. Although, All right. I'm curious: is does the Dark Gundam give you like super anime powers, or can Argo just lift up a train by himself? Oh, that's just him. That's yeah, just and Argo's him, right? buff. It yeah. does power you up, though. Oh, definitely. it absolutely does. But Argo's kind of buff, bro. He picked up those trains. It's kind of like, wild. They were nothing. I mean, Chippity threw a fireball. Dude, okay, so that episode, though, was like... Yeah, but so did uh, Nicola That's Chariot so threw, like, a fucking sonic yeah, boom. Yeah, true. That was the 13th episode, right? The first one? The first yeah, one yeah, you yeah, watched? Yeah. Dude. All right now, yeah. That episode are already better than all the other episodes by so much. They got all insane feats. They're, like, casually freaking splitting open uh, those steel beams, and Argo's, like, command-grabbing through... A steel beam. <laughs> you can't block I'm through it. I mean, George was throwing roses through the steel beams, too. Oh, dude. Chippity literally threw a Hadouken in the train, and then he did a power wave, like, when the ceiling came down on them. Literally, yeah. they know. They, they know, know what they're, they're doing. doing. They're just, he's master, just yeah. master Asia freaking split a steel beam with toilet paper, so. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, speaking of that same fight, so, Rain? Rain in the mobile suit? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the voice direction was uh, quite <laughs> good. Quite. <laughs> quite. And people want to argue about the dub and stuff. Dude, the dub is fucking garbage. What do you mean? Great in the sub. Oh man, that's a little over, over, uh, overkill on the rain and the. She was hurting, dude. Tray suit. All right, I'm just, I'm just gonna say Domon's butt. A little better than Domon's butt is a little better, honestly. Yeah. Uh, he's, um, yeah, he's. Rain actually did good though in the in the suit. She actually killed a couple men. She showed she could hold her own in a a lucky small fight. You know. Dumb bitch. She definitely has some fighting ability, not to the extent of, you know, Rain and Master and everyone else, but uh, definitely was able to hold her own just for a little bit. Somehow. The gun really makes a difference. She's proving her uh, worth among the ranks of the women of Gundam. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, of course. The women of Gundam. So, for real, we're not lying. Rain is probably one of the best characters. I believe in it. terms of the female cast, that's horrible. Oh. It's like Emma, Emma from Zeta Gundam and Rain are like top yeah. tier. Listen, I played Maxi Boost. I've seen enough of the females to pretty much figure out their character due to their screams. Banshee girl, she's cool right. too. But yeah, but I think uh, since we're on this uh, on these more recent episodes, I think it's uh, would be a good idea to bring up the Shuffle Alliance. Right. So oh, <laughs> oh my god. So. They're introduced in these first few episodes, and they don't do much. So I want to ask you guys, what do you think the Shuffle Alliance <laughs> overall? I'm sorry. So, what do you think the Shuffle Alliance this at I'm this lucky. point in the show means? Like, all right, what they do Domon's friends. Listen, I'm a all right. If we're talking the original Shuffle Alliance, consisting of Dominatrix chick, um, Tn. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, Kevin. Kevin real quick. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jose. Yeah, yeah. Jose. Jose. Uh, yeah. the not Haman character from the Shuffle Alliance, the Joker. Uh, would you let her step on you? Mm, I was thinking about it. I don't know. I was on the fence. About it. Aesthetically, she's she's kind of she's aesthetically I like her, but then then again, I don't really like the whole spick with the whole Shuffle Alliance and how they are like always speaking in unison. So that's like a turn off. That's like inviting the other guys to you know to get down. It's like I, I, I'm not that down. So you know. I like my own time, and she seems like she'd be inviting the other kooks. So, no, nah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, so. That's an important question. She was definitely the best designer. It is an important question yeah. for them. She's it, was, definitely the it was her, it was Tian Shinhan, 
George Washington. It was George Washington. <laughs> and he looks more like Dracula from Castlevania. I don't know. I see the red, white, and blue on him. He, I saw the pipe in his mouth. Oh, He's, yeah. I, I, I would I would put my boat for George Washington. And, and <laughs> either Mario mixed with a That's merchant. Super Mario, <laughs> That's Super Mario. He looks like the fat merchant from a Dragon Quest in your party. He's got the Mario nose, dude. <laughs> He's got the Mario and the mustache and nose. You're right. But he was from a... What country is he from? I think he's from like. I assume to his Middle Eastern. Oh, he definitely is. He definitely is. Is this oh, the guy no. that passed his thing to Chibity? Um, no, that was some, that was Washington. Yes, yes. Uh, Washington gave. Was no, I thought history. it was the Middle Eastern guy. Nah, he was diamonds. Yeah, he gave um, Mario gave his to to uh George. Yo, George Washington actually hit all four of them at the same time. That was godlike. He really did, and he That's touched cool. them. He's like, oh, these guys are the next inheritors. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty cool. I like the shuffle alliance. I don't like any of their designs except for the main lady. I think hers looks cool. Looks like Nights in the Dreams uh, sickness. Yeah, she does look cool. But um, I don't know. I like groups. I like the Ginyu Force. I like stuff like that. I think they're cool. <laughs> I, I didn't understand why they just turned to rock. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah dude, they did final explosion, dude. That's a <laughs> shonen thing. Explosion. Shonen. <laughs> it happened, dude. Remember Vegeta? They sacked themselves, dude. That's what happened. Um. <laughs> hopefully, I, uh, hopefully that's not the only way to actually save people from the dark gundam no we, we, no, we because saw it later george, on with, uh, george, george yeah I was like, can, is only, can, don't, can george only do this because he's a new type that's what i said yeah probably, probably. Uh, exactly. yeah. yeah well I, I would assume that rain's ex-boyfriend and this other dude was just uh not as possessed as oh, the no, other they guy were was. they were definitely they were fighting it you know no, the mummy was definitely just straight up consumed already by it. Uh, it was Satan. dead. You know, like he can fight it. Yeah, the Satan or whatever. He pretty much got to the point almost. But and you know, at the end of the episode, they're uh, that's like episode eleven, I think. Um, at the end of it, they're like, oh well, he's in the hospital now. They're gonna forgive him for his crimes because he had a disease. It's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he had a disease, sure. Um, but yeah, whoever George fought in that one episode, like episode nineteen, maybe the worst one of this watch. <laughs> it was the worst one the butler was the highlight of that episode yeah, the butler's a G. yeah. uh anything to add mark anything you wanna so, bring up? i just i just want to say that this this part of the viewing it's definitely transitioned from like an episodic thing to more of like a story you can see the story start to develop more right. than just dumb on going to character by character have you seen this man have you seen this man no he's now it's now they've all the whole story <laughs> yeah and it's being established now as more of like a an actual story so i like that part of it where we're mm-hmm. getting getting story to plot <laughs> so that's yeah, cool like way better already than the first 12 yeah but i think the first 12 were effective in establishing the characters like making you like them there's one episode i want to bring up in particular i think it's episode 16 i believe um or 17 where everyone pretty much heads off after facing off with the dark gundam and domon is like high on energy that he thinks he sees master all over the place and it's the episode that we really get to know shorts a bit more um anyone noticed that master asia was giving off very saturday morning cartoon villain vibes Dude, i hated when he was in the cave he like it became way less cooler that shit is so stupid and he has a sans army that's the only good part is he has the sans army oh stop he had it. The, <laughs> he had all of them he had the whole <laughs> He had like his crystal ball that he was like so flying on Domo. Like, oh, no, he was literally me. quoting the art of war. <laughs> you know, well, like um during those first the first, I think it was the first episodes, like when they're like just cleaning up from basically when he's trying to lure Domo to to him. Is that the part you're talking about? Yeah, that episode. That ex- okay. That episode. I, it's funny because while I was watching that, I 
was thinking to myself was like, dude, why is he like right there from the battlefield where everybody's chilling at? And I thought that was so stupid. But right after I finished that thought, he's like, he starts spouting off things that are actually kind of logical and make some sense. Like, oh, you got to confuse the enemy and catch them off guard and all this stuff. And, you know, make, you know, doing random shit, like kind of appearing basically when you least expect it. Like, because they are all like letting their guard down because they're just like, they just got out of danger. And so for him to actually be showing up right after is actually kind of smarter and i you know i just thought it was so stupid at first like why is he just chilling there while they're all gonna clobber him but no it's like it actually worked out he's actually kind of a smart villain oh absolutely but is that is that before or after you saw him climbing up those endless cave stairs (laughs) yeah at that point he was pretty saturday morning villain yes However, still still knowing that it's Master Asia that can fuck up Domon outside of a mobile suit. I, that, that threat is still there. Absolutely. Nice. I guess now we can transition to the next part, which is when each of the characters is experiencing uh, like a PTSD-like state where except they keep Argo. seeing the... Except Argo. Argo was yeah, Argo. <laughs> Argo was Argo. I was say, like, what did Argo... <laughs> Argos but just... the other, but all the other characters are experiencing this and having like traumatic flashbacks to the Dark Gundam, and I think I I think this did a really good job of um, showing each character like struggling with the idea of fighting back against the Dark Gundam, but Argo. except for Argo, <laughs> but Argo, but also finding their resolve. And I just wanted to know which I can already tell which one Robert and Jose think is the best, but I wanted to ask everyone. Let me tell you who's the worst. This bitch George. That was that was that so was trash. Wait, like, his, his wasn't his and Saishi's at the same time? No, it was George and the, some oh. random guy yeah, from the... yeah the random backstory in the world tournament where they're fighting to like beat oh, who's the guy? Okay. It's like this dumbass looking like Master Asia fused with Adon guy, and it's like what is happening? Like I don't even care. And then he comes back mm-hmm. randomly. Oh, he comes back and he merely he immediately goes, "Yeah, I met Master Asia as soon as I landed here." <laughs> I gave into the. Dark Darkness immediately. <laughs> that was, no, was bad, dude. We got yeah. Butler. We got the Butler action. The, the Butler was yeah. He was he was the, he was the MVP. And yeah. George the cock to him and fired his ass. He's not as good yeah. as the the Butler from Bago though. See that? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. You guys, is, is that going to be our new meme? Just bring up Bago every fucking time. Bago is clearly the king of Max, but anyway. Yeah, I just didn't like George Chippity. Obviously, was the best one. Um, even though that episode was also a little dumb. Uh, Chippity, you know, he had a um, real real fear he like destroyed that bridge he like he, he he got so scared he was on his back against that one guy and he fucking turned he immediately got the glock animal instinct <laughs> fucking blew his ass okay and go like, ahead and guys say your piece because uh, i have a lot to say so just save me for last that's all i have to you say george is bad. go go ahead talk about talk to me about chibity right now no no let me i'll go first okay. i, I want to say that the uh, <laughs> I like the Sai Sai Shi episode because mm-hmm. um, it just we got a, we got no. Rain's panty. No. <laughs> oh wait. Oh no. I I know why. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I like the Sai Sai Shi episode because I just like Sai Sai Shi. He's like this. He's definitely my second favorite character of this. But it it also shows that it also shows them bonding, like him and Argo and Domon. Like they're just hanging out and. Argo, Argo is not, he's not a brute. He's like actually thinking about, well, we've already established that he's not really a brute, but he's thinking about Sai Sai Shi's like well-being and says, I'm not going to fight you because I can tell you're emotionally upset right now. And if I beat you right now, what's the sense of beating you? Because it's an easy win. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Um, Jose probably liked that episode because we got the 
the bass scene. <laughs> Best episode. I thought it was <laughs> No. I'd, I'd I'd let her step on me. Even use that stick thing. This is bringing back some uh, some Cara Dune vibes. Here, let me ruin her for you. Digging it. No, oh, let me live this. Hey, no spoilers, <laughs> man. Yeah, that was out of those character episodes. I think that was my favorite. I didn't like the Chibity one because I thought that the the plot of it was pretty dumb. Those his women were being stupid in that episode. Um, yeah, I, I I do agree with that. I like Chibity, but the plot was stupid, especially when we he, got the back story of the girls but he was op with the like the corkscrew punch into the, he's like just destroying boulders and domo's like what the hell <laughs> yeah, dude, how are you doing that <laughs> like shut up i'm all like savage yeah but the george one was definitely the worst but yeah, dude. the only the only good thing i can say about the george episode is just that his uh ptsd results in him becoming more violent more that special uh, chippity was chippity's was more fear based you know really he like he punched that golden a hundred times <laughs> but that was mostly, he was screaming and then he also came in drunk and punched down his door but uh wait. so but either or george was probably not the greatest size was the best oh my kevin's episode it always resulting in uh loss of an arm dude yes <laughs> he didn't care he ripped off his arm and he tackled him <laughs> um but did you guys notice during the george episode did you guys notice the the reuse of domon's suit up animation that's only like half of it though you didn't, oh, yeah, you didn't see like, george's only... butt yeah, i noticed that that was bizarre but that's the only time it ever gets reused for someone else actually that's the last time you'll ever see it in this series actually interesting oh we got yeah. a new gundam in so. a suit now <laughs> So this is the last time you'll see that suit up animation actually interesting but yeah but will we see more of natasha zabigov uh anyways um <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh i agree with mark the sai sai chiargo episode is definitely my favorite of the bunch for uh the shuffle alliance character growth um i definitely liked uh like like mark said argo's character of just like being very stoic just very very opposite of sai sai she's character who's very hyped just very hyper very all over the place um very loud very talkative it's a good it's a good contrast to argo's character so i like seeing those two fight especially size differences too um obviously it doesn't really matter in the gundams but it, it was it was nice seeing their two fighting styles clash sai sai she's very hyperactive style and argo just sort of standing there like a tank the grappler the grappler waiting um, it out with punishing i do have to but, ask though yeah. we we find out why chibity's there but why are the other people there <laughs> they just like the double. Oh no, they said no. So no. So what they said was uh for Sai Saishi, he showed or it was more Suisen and whatever the other one's name is um his father figures saisaji's father figures um they mentioned to domon like oh we came here to see if you could help him out but you're in the middle of your training so we don't want to interrupt you so that's why we'll ask neo russia and neo russia is there nastasha when she's on the radio call with her government she's telling her government like hey we need to pay attention to the dark gundam threat it's actually a big deal and they're like forget about it that's that's a direct order don't go beat up people instead but so nastasha says that they're there to monitor monitor the dark gundam situation but they take advantage of the moment and argo's able to get his bit of moment too but uh but george oh george was his his butler i mean it's george who cares but uh it was raymond it was his butler raymond who uh wanted to suggest it coming over there or something anyone remember the super edgy line george said of was like even though it's morning on the outside the nightmares continue in my head <laughs> i do that was so cool I'm I'm like that. but yeah 
the Sai Sai Shi Argo episode is my favorite. I like the, the Shining Finger in that episode is probably my favorite. Uh, where the flame, the flames from the fake Dragon Gundam are coming at him, and uh, he yells, oh, yeah. "This hand of mine shines and roars." As he like spreads, like splits the flames, and that's probably my favorite shot of the series. Maybe. Anyways, that's all. That's all for me. Argo's just Android sixteen. He really is. <laughs> Except he doesn't like birds. I'm sure he does. <laughs> yeah, he probably does. Argo, yeah. He, like, used the V and the B skill one against freaking Sai Sai Shi. <laughs> the muscle flex? Yeah. The armor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Sai Sai Shi knows what's good in life, so. You know, he's just eating, he's chilling, he's having fun. He's, uh, he's catching what's good, he's catching shows, he's, you know, he's lifting. Also 16. He's, yeah. 16? You know. 16? 16. That's what I said. Really? I thought he was like 10 or 12. I thought he was 12. Oh, yeah. So, Sai Sai, she's 16. He's the youngest Gundam fighter in Gundam Fight history. Argo's 26. Domon's 21. Uh, You know nothing about George. Did you hate him? I don't know about George. George is 20. I've looked it up. Wow. What about about Chippity? Anyone know Chippity's age? I thought he'd be like 21 or 26. Same age as Ken Masters. I'd say he's 23. (laughs) But you know what? I got it right here. He is 20. Hey. Ah, I see. Mustache is bad. You know what? Jesus. What oh other God. aspects of this uh, portion did you enjoy besides? <laughs> All right. um, what else? Um, I'm just 25. Go get you it. Know. I also enjoyed uh, the panty shot on Rain. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I enjoyed uh, when she grabbed the gun and was the camera was pointed at her. And oh my God! Ca- <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, but for real. All right. <clears throat> um. First off, I'm going to go into a big spiel, so bear with me. You always do, man. You always do. <laughs> All right. Chippity Crockett is the best character, okay? He has the best character arc, and he has the most compelling personality and a heart of gold. All right? Mm. The, the announcer at the beginning clearly knows everything that's up, okay? He knows the meta. He's legit. And he straight up states that Chibity is Domon's eternal rival. Yes, mm. he does. Mm. Yep. So he knows what's good. Um, you know, he goes into fight Domon. He goes on to fight Domon to a standstill, impressing even plot armor Kashu, uh, thus proving that he's equal to him. <laughs> he's proven he's proven as equal to him in combat prowess. At least when Domon when Domon isn't spamming his broken finger one touch technique, bitch. <laughs> You know, he's using the machine gun blow with a EX boost pretty much every time because he's got, like, infinite meter. Impressive. <laughs> uh, and he actually, he kind of points out that Domon's, like, the the core of everybody else's problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, God damn it, Neo Japan. Yeah, this man never calls him Domon. <laughs> it's the Neo, Neo Japan, Japan fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, you know, it's um, during the first few of these episodes i'm gonna go off my tangent to another tangent really quick but it's funny with the dialogue in the series in that they they like have a tendency to repeat things right away like he's the neo japan fighter from neo japan uh or um i remember specifically when you know when they're on that tower and they're splitting steel beams with uh there everybody's fighting and uh it's a moment in which george and domon come face to face and domon taunts him like because 
you're you're attacking me because you've joined my evil brother and then george says something about oh don't be so rude just because he is your brother and then Dalmon goes on to say immediately right after, Don't say he's my brother! Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You just call him your goddamn brother! Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Dalmon yeah. doesn't think much. <laughs> That's been made more than apparent, man. Or at all, mm. when he just he's, like, listening to Rain spiel on about him, like, You're gonna get destroyed! Don't go after Master Asia! And he just doesn't even bother responding and seals the cockpit to his thing and takes off. Man. Dude, so many people like actually tell Rain to shut her mouth. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not even just like Chibity. It's freaking everyone. Let me quote Domon Cash. Domon Cash, you the king of hearts. Rain. Domon Cash, funny. Do- Rain is like, Domon, what's wrong? You haven't uh, contributed anything to this conversation. Domon, ah, keep your hands moving, not your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was horrible. Deserved though. Yeah, remember how many times Rain got gut punched the first few episodes? In the first last week? She had it coming. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, Jose, continue your uh, spiel. Anyway, why uh why Chibity has a heart of gold oh my is God. that <laughs> <laughs> a dissertation on Chibity. <laughs> Dude, these are facts. It's true. Yeah, let him talk about Chibity. Continue, sir. Mark, I kind of <laughs> hoped that you being in charge of this episode, we would limit the amount of Chippity talk. He's actually the best character. His, uh, okay, first off, his crew, Bunny, Shirley, Kath, and Janet, they're super loyal to him, and uh, they're caring to their boy Chibity. So even though they, even they, like, have a somewhat nice and compelling backstory, you know, there were citizens struggling and trying to survive the streets, and Chibity, look, Chibity has a, the heart of gold when he decides to give the girls a job, you know, after he's trying to get them out of trouble because they're, like, stowaways on a ship, and he, he notices, he, like, looks into their eyes, he ain't looking at their bods because this man is deep, okay, he notices the flare in their eyes, and and, uh, you know, he, he wants, he, he knows that they want to rise to better things in a better life. So he gives them jobs. Like, how, this guy is generous. And uh, his fighting spirit is obviously the best, you know. He has an honor, he has, uh, he's shown to be honorable when he uh, destroys the Shining Gundam's combat data in an effort to fight the best way he can by his own means and by his own power. So, you know, and he's just so forgiving. He, like, uh, forgives the chicks, and he's like, yo, let's go out and win and do this shit our way. Like, can this guy get any better? He's just a Chad, dude. He's he's wrecking shit. He's fighting Domo into a standstill. He's got the chicks. He's got them loyal. And uh, Bunny's probably the cutest, in my opinion, the short-haired girl with the glasses. But still! Same. Yeah. She had the best back, uh, past outfit as well. Yeah. Agrito. Yeah, preach, brother. But it's just facts, dude. Chibity all the way at this point. He's like he's like Lamillion in uh, My Hero Academia. You see Deku. He's like all right, Vegeta. Let's move on. All right, moving on. Moving on. All right, I'm just gonna say I think Kath's the best one. Oh my god. That's fine. They're all good in their own way. So yeah, you know. Better than me. Yeah, not. <laughs> Not Shirley. Shirley's Shirley's the blonde one, right? Yeah. 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 Why not her? She's chill. 
Ah, she's whatever. Dark skin yeah. one's the best one. I can understand. Yeah, she's she's pretty good too. Kath. All right, let's move away from Chibity. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you about a character. His <laughs> name rhymes with Schmibbity Schmucket. Right, tell me about him. Oh, Kevin, okay. I will go down to California and kick your ass. Can we talk about the second best character? I think that's where we're going next, right? What? The second best character is where we're going next, right? Ah, yes. The Neo-Germany oh. fighter up from Neo-Germany. He's very German. German. Ninja. <laughs> Schwartz Bruder. Uh, so Schwartz Bruder, he appears during the initial Master Asia fight after Master Asia's betrayal, and he takes over the mentorship role of kind of the entire group, mostly mostly Domon, but he he does want to cultivate the rest of them as well. I, so, I kind of felt that he was only really helping the others to help Domo. Definitely. Yeah, but, I mean, still helping him. A means to the end. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, what do you guys think of his character? And I know that we all here know his true identity. It also but, gets revealed, like, right at the end, so. It doesn't really. It kind of does. I mean, it pretty so much does. Dude, it's the oh, hair. Come on. Dude, it's obvious but, as soon as he starts talking. <laughs> I know it is. That is also true. the same voice. <laughs> but I just want to know, like, is... Th- so, man, what do you think no, of his you character? Can't say that. No, Robert, you cannot say that because when that old man was talking, you spent like five minutes. Who's those? Who's this old guy? Do I know him? Why is he voiced by Master Rachel? Mark, can we just say? Can we just say it? No, not yet. We have to wait until week four. Because my question is, so what do you think of him? And also, do you think that the the secret, like, to the if you were one of those characters, do you think that, like, the secret's well kept, or do you think they're all like, oh, I know who this guy is right away? Well... Because obviously like, they the don't end. know who he is, but, like, like in some shows, you can be like, they're so dumb. But in this show, I kind of feel like like Schwartz Bruder is, is keeping his, uh, his secret well hidden, I guess. I agree. I mean, yeah, the entire cast is pretty, or basically just a bunch of dumbasses. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but... Just like, world-ending event. If you, act, if you ax that out, though, like, like you, you never see his face too clearly. Like even at the end, if I didn't know who he was, I'd still kind of be scratching my head because you know we see someone else that. Uh, okay, well, damn, it's hard to not want to say it, but you know, it, I, I just think it's well hidden so far. Um, and if so I didn't know any better, helping like Domon so much randomly, it's just so. I don't know. I do love I mean, him. Though. I think he's I mean, so even Domon. Even Domon is always like, "What's this strange feeling I have?" Yeah, it's... <laughs> he's only like that once. He's like, no, "Oh, that, that feels nostalgic." A couple times. It's straight out to say that the voice sounds familiar. It does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's that's true. Rose. Like I'm talking to an old friend. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Schwartz. German ninja. I think he's awesome. Why do you like Schwartz? My favorite character. He's a ninja. I like Naruto. He has Kawari me. He has Haijutsu. He has transformation jutsu, apparently. Transformed to that man that was eavesdropping. Exactly. He's just sick. <laughs> And he's broken somehow. Like I don't know how he's so broken. I actually don't remember how he's so broken. I don't know if he like trained in the mountains. He spun. But he's freaking sick. All of his attacks are sick. And the wind, he's, he's whooping uh, Domon's ass. His, his voice is like pretty good. He's, yeah. just, he's just awesome. He's definitely my second favorite character. Even though he like comes in randomly and saves the day like every single time. Like <laughs> he's his just character sick. design is cool too. Yeah, he looks so awesome. It's just so weird that he's from Germany. It is, and that's another hint. Wow, that's why you should know too. Is that he's a ninja? Yeah, he's from Germany. Come on, mm-hmm. I mean, German ninjas are a very common thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously, they originated from there. You're right. We we don't know about future century warfare. You're right. Yeah, yeah, we do, but you don't know that. That's true. Um, I was gonna mention this about Schwartz. Um, Schwartz's character really comes down to let me stand in the mountains watching everyone. Let me yell at Domon that he 
he's being dumb. Yeah, and everyone wants to do that. Yeah, same. Honestly, same. But uh, yeah, uh, like Mark brings him up as a mentor character, and you know, I agree with that. I agree with that statement, def a hundred percent. But I just, I don't see him doing a whole bunch of mentoring, yeah, teaching him lessons. That's about tutorial. Like, no, it's less lessons. It's more clues. They're so vague. And then messages. And you think Domo can has the brain power to? Well, dude, that's why he starts saying like, "Stop getting angry." Yeah, he's like trying to teach him, and then he's eventually he's just like, "You need to stop. You need to go out there and just (laughs) be calm." And then <laughs> starts slapping like, him. Bruh. Literally, bruh. Exactly. Yeah, bruh. He resorts to having to whoop that ass. What is that? He, like, he challenges us to him with Gundam fight like three times, doesn't he? Bodies him. Uh, no. Hit him with those kunais you can't even see. <laughs> no, uh, don't, don't want a Schwartz fight once. Well, then Especially there's a Gundam. slight skirmish. Like, yeah, then, you know, then Schwartz the just straight up attacks, attacks him with a Gundam. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Like he three. did say I challenge you to a Gundam fight. He did, you're right. And and Dumb ones is like, wait, I didn't even give you my answer. Too bad. Shut up. He's like, shut up. <laughs> he teaches Domo in the serene state of mind. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, trying to kill him. Really. Which can, we is talk funny. About can we talk about the super mode? It really took well, a first- blasted for him to learn finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, I do want to mention that when he's when the water droplets come down and like the ripple, I was actually like, wow, that is actually pretty calming. That just that sound effect and the visual. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to bring up that's like the new type. The birth of the wild. The birth of the wild sound effects. <laughs> oh, sound effects. Anyone hear all the Dragon Ball sound effects? Oh, so many like flying up Dragon Ball sound effects th- this one. Yeah, yeah, we've been hearing that for the past couple series. Are they in the other series? Right, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, this makes batch of episodes sense. can be uh, so far, I feel like there's a common theme and the, it can be summed up in uh, a Ryu quote. Uh, the answer lies in the heart of battle. Oh, what a good quote. Street Fighter 4. And then, and then Domo finds a serene state and then he's like Street Fighter 5 Ryu. Out <laughs> <laughs> of nothingness. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. His bloodlusted rage mode, which actually fails him. Dude, the series is so different. The bloodlusted mode doesn't work how it should. Mm-hmm. The bloodlusted mode is, in this series is actually like a mode, and it looks sick when he's like <laughs> a demon. <laughs> demon Inuyasha, dude. What's so funny, Kyoji? <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> All right. So I guess uh, we didn't have a lot to say on Schwartz because Schwartz is a—he's uh, just kind of—he's so mysterious. He's so there. Sick. Like Schwartz Bruder, what does that mean? Oh well, actually, Schwartz means black, and well, what? Yeah. No way, dude! It actually yeah. means black. Yes. Yeah. So I'll main him. My secondary will be. Two. I hate you. What's Bruder mean? Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so I guess now we move on to what I think is probably one of the coolest scenes in that we've seen so far in G Gundam, and that is the, the climate. <laughs> 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 <What>? like- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That is the climactic battle between Domon, Master Asia, and the Dark Gundam, and Schwartz Bruder. <laughs> so yeah. So I just thought this battle was super cool. I think that the like how they animated it looked really nice. Um I like the all the things that happened in it, the super mode, Master Asia stopping Domon, Domon, you know, and Schwartz kind of teaming up. Schwartz showing that he's for some, somehow stronger than Master Asia. Absolutely. I, I would have said he's <laughs> like. Wasn't Master Asia injured at that point? His cancer was kicking in, probably. Yeah, yeah. definitely. His, I mean, his hair went white. Even more than No, that that's what happens when you're uh you start losing and you're like super OP, but you start salt. losing your hair turns white. He actually did get salty. 
when Dylan started winning. He actually got literally salty. He's like, damn, someone's better than me at Street Fighter at the local. I guess I'm bad now. I'll put the rating up Street Fighter. GG. <laughs> he had to go super though. Yeah, so the super mode. Let's talk about the super mode. Since Domon can seemingly activate it at whim now. Wow. Um, well, at the end. Not with the Shining Gundam anymore. Well, yeah, the Shining Gundam is uh, the pile of bolts. But I think that the fight, I think it was really cool. And I think it was, it, it, it seems solidifying. Like Domon is, he says he's not going to call him his master anymore, even though I believe he still calls him Master Asia later on. He calls well, everybody calls him Master. He's so, it's his name. It's his name. But, yeah, I was, I was about to say he's like Camille, where he's like, I'm not calling you Qu- Quattro anymore. And then he's like, Really, the next episode, he doesn't know what to call him. Just call me Quattro. <laughs> so, he's like, Oh, it's so much easier. So, what did you guys think of this fight overall? Do you think it was uh, a fitting end to the season, the season. first season? Yeah. Technically, yeah. It was season. <laughs> All right. So, I think the fight is great. Um, The music really sells the fight. Uh, the song's choices for the fight scene is just great. Everything fits perfectly together. Um, I love the shift between the beginning of the fight where, where Master Asia starts it off with, uh, do you really think you can beat me exhibiting that level of skill? To which Domon goes, yeah. <laughs> that was the worst line. From oh, the- yeah. I was about to bring up the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, Domo's throwing punches, throwing kicks, and Master's just dodging and weaving so effortlessly, eyes closed, smiling, laughing, chuckling. It's like, what about that super mode, Domo? Um, That's a good line, too. But, uh, and then, you know, after after Domo has his moment, and he finally reaches a serene state of mind, and he turns on the, the true super mode of the Shining Gundam, um, because of that shot of Master Asia dodging to the side, you know, smiling, eyes closed, super confident in himself before we're getting decked in the face. Yeah. And that's definitely the part where you see the fight um, shift towards Domon's favor. And you see, like, Domon's whole character arc this last season all just, like, add up into that one punch of, uh, he's finally accomplished what he's set out to do the last, like, 12 episodes almost. Um, he's established that he can fight, to which even Master Asia is like, how can I be losing? How can someone be beating me? I'm the undefeated of the East. That means I don't lose. Um, Holy bitch. And, and he it gets to the point where Master Asia is, like, trying to talk, trying to say words, reason, or just distract Domon, and Domon's just like, enough. He's like, shut up. I don't want to hear anything from you anymore you're gonna sit right there and you're just gonna take it and that last attack he does on him where he's like i'm going to neo hong kong it's like just stay there and then he blows up <laughs> i do wanna, i do want to say that uh master asia is good at taunting like his taunts like i was getting annoyed at him watching where he's just oh yeah pestering him over and over again aren't you gonna use the super mode get i don't know you think you can hit me get mad get mad get so mad it's a great fight i schwartz's schwartz coming back um mid fight definitely is a good part too especially because that one's in the middle of his like bloodlust mode yeah, um, and then you see schwartz just like destroyed like no yeah. He really did get blasted. And and Dome was like, I thought you gave up on me. He's like, I did. But I had to come back. <laughs> like, oh, that's deep. Good writing. Yeah, I think that yeah. the art style like definitely like amps up during that fight. Cause all the when you see Schwartz, it like it like zooms in on him and it it's like really detailed and looks really cool. Um mm-hmm. how he's all destroyed and he's he just rips Master Asia's arm off. Schwartz Schwartz is so cool. Yeah, he's cool. But yeah, I thought the I liked it when uh Domon activates the shining finger and then it all all of his super mode absorbs into his hand. Right. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Uh 
yeah, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good moments in that, and a lot of good animation moments in that. Yeah, like that whole fight. Definitely picked up. Definitely I just wanted, I just wanted Domon to tell Master Asa he's trash. He's, he doesn't accept him as a master. That'd be like all the character development, and he did. He did it. He wasn't bitch made. Right. Yeah, he does spend a lot of episodes just like prior. Just like, no, there's no way Master could be yeah. evil. That's not true. You're dumb, Rain. Finally told him. And I think that one of the best scenes, like my favorite scene in probably up till this point any Gundam sh- is when Domon's carrying the shining Gundam mm-hmm. with this with Master Age's arm through its chest while in the God Gundam. Ah, oh, so good. There's a lot of good That's shots. Pretty cool. oh, Mark, back during the our original watching through uh Mobile Suit Gundam, we told Jose that uh the last shooting was a very iconic scene. Does this hold like the same weight that that did for you me? personally? To me it's better. But to, I well, think considering, yeah, considering that it was our first time watching and it was quick. Yeah, no, this is a this is an epic scene when he crawls out of the pod with the shining. They hold the so shot cool. for a while. They... That's why it's good. Not like it's the like, other one that's kind of overblown. Like, oh, it's, it's so like hyper good. detailed. It's, it's, it's like, like a when, fucking uh, frame. The analogy Rob and I used was, uh, you know, when you're because Delmo moved on to a much cooler Gundam, you know. <laughs> A much cooler designed Gundam. Dude, I still prefer after, it's, you know, Gundam. It will be a better Gundam because he's stronger now, you know? But it's like when your main gets nerfed and you drop <laughs> him and you pick up a new character. You <laughs> hold your dead you hold your dead nerfed character in your arms. You'll remember him. See you next but you're season. not gonna play him anymore. The main burning Gundam now. I'm a burning Gundam <laughs> main now. Friendship with Shiny Gundam is over. Burning Gundam's my new best friend. Technically it's not part of the fight, but it did end with some clownery when he fucking launched himself to Hong Kong off the fucking huh? boxing ring says, bro. That was kind of clownery. Was, it was kind was of waiting for his that was kind of Dude, I don't know if it was sick. It was like, it's like if you can just do that, then what the fuck? Who <laughs> I want to know how Jose thinks of that scene. <laughs> See, I want to know why the rope. I want to know why those electrical beam ropes stretch. That's my issue. I was like, dude. Okay, so first off. It's obvious that um, they have nano laminate armor in this series. Is this from another Gundam? (laughs) (laughs) It's from Iron Blooded Orphans. (laughs) When he like flew up into the air uh, and into space, and then he like catapulted himself off of the top rope, Mm -hmm. and then he ended up at the place. uh, Dude, you know what this confirms? And and every other Gundam series we've watched so far, atmospheric reentry is like one of the hardest things any Gundam can do. And usually they die, explode, or become maimed <laughs> unless they unless they have some sort of shield. We've seen countless characters, including Jose's favorite Kakrakarn, die during atmospheric reentry. And this just proves <laughs> Kakrakarn. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> So, this just proves how OP the God Gundam is, as it literally just slings itself back into the atmosphere and re-enters unscathed. It could have been within well, the atmosphere. It exited, and then it re-entered. So that's crazy. Yeah. That's actually what I was going to bring up, too. And then you just jumped into it. Yeah. Are you sure he was not in the stratosphere? Yeah, he could have been within the atmosphere. The ring thing is probably within the atmosphere. You know, no. Because uh, when, when they were trying to escape to Ghana Highlands, Nastasha's like, we need to enter the lower atmosphere in order to escape these guys yeah lower atmosphere yeah this guy went higher than that it's enough out of you no i just looked it up he's definitely in the atmosphere uh, the exosphere or out of earth atmosphere what do you look so, up? why is that really available because <laughs> don't down gundam pants just look at kevin it's in the g gundam wiki the og rx 78 was the only one that was fully able to do it pretty much 
he did it without like support. He didn't have any thrusters. He just used the God Gundam's thrust to boost himself into the <laughs> exosphere, out of the atmosphere, and then re-enter. And he made it on time. With, sec- with a second to spare. One second, guys. Saw Funsaiki, too. He made it in the nick of time. Who's Funsaiki? Yeah, dude, we don't know anything about it. And look at Pan's we, saw, we saw a Gundam horse and a Gundam bird. Oh, yeah, that was random. I actually have no idea what that is. And I don't remember like, that. Big thing. A real big one, and I don't remember. What, we saw like a ball-looking one. I do remember the horse. Wait, Kevin, you don't the remember? Spanish Gundam was so stupid. Nah, son. Listen, I just had to watch like twelve episodes of the Spanish like <laughs> a day. My and brain. Is that? that was great. Jimmy Crockett. So, Mark. Jose, real quick, uh, that timer that they had at Neo Hong Kong that looked like a Gundam. Did that resemble uh, any? It's any definitely past the Gundam? RX-78. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shoulders, oh, though. I'm not going to lie. I think I happened to turn around and not see the actual Gundam. I literally just looked, looked at the timer, so fuck, I missed it. I mean, remember the, go uh, the flashbacks when they are talking about the how, what the Gundam fight is? That's just RX-78. I think the Victory stand. Gundam is there. Is it the Victory oh, I thought it was the Victory Gundam. I, I thought it was the Victory Gundam. I thought it was the first Gundam. Yeah. No, the armor's not the same as the RX-78. Ah, I see, I see. I don't see. The Burning Gundam is way better than the Shining Gundam, though. It still looks generic, but it looks way cooler than the Shining Gundam. But it's the best. One of the best designs. God, Gundam. Goto Gundam. Burning Gundam. <laughs> Dude, he finally made it in time, and it pans as a shot of when the, he, his Gundam's like hand is putting him down. It's like HD graphics, and it goes to Rain's face, and she's like <laughs> fucking hella anime. Freaking shiny eyes. I was like, bruh. Oh, Rain. Rain and Domone. That was a cute little moment when she's like, I'm going to pass the Shining Gundam's battle data over to you. And it will have no repercussions whatsoever. Is that true? I don't know. She passed out or something. It would have been cool if she was like in a coma or something. Oh, yeah, it would have been, been cool if she was in a coma. Yeah, it could right. lead to like Domone's character. Who would fix his shit? The people from Neo Japan. They're there now. Her dad, Dr. Mikamura, as Nastasha says. Oh, has anyone noticed when people call him Domen? Oh, yeah, Domen. So many. Yeah. Great voice direction. Shaw? Yeah, we watched something thinking way, way worse. (laughs) At least with that, it was consistent. Oh, Oh, you betrayed me? (laughs) Shaw, you betrayed me? Yes. Yeah. No, Shaw. Shaw has never betrayed anybody, ever. You're in right. his entire life. I have here in my hands the... Alright, the art and data of Mobile Fighter G Gundam, okay? I can tell you, right now, the producer himself, they ask him, um, stuff about Neo Mexico, but, uh, they, uh, they ask him, from episode 12 onward, the direction of the entire show was drastically changed. It was basically, the director's, uh, to summarize it, he basically goes on a, a tangent about, you know, we had to sit down together and we had to decide, do we want humans to be able to defeat these mobile fighters just with their bare hands? And he's like, we probably need to stop having Master Age out of his Gundam as much. They fucked up. <laughs> Because it's about the Gundam fight, so it's about Gundam's fighting, so they didn't want to have Master and Domo just killing things outside of it all the time. And yet they have Argo. Argo could probably. Actually being a beast. Argo, Goldie! Argo could probably defeat any of them outside of his Gundam. Like Even Master? Yeah, dude. Argo's yeah. stronger than Master. He definitely is. You saw when Argo got Master it's in that chokehold? Hey, dude, he actually was holding, and he got, Master, Master got salty, too. He's like, bro, I got this side character. It has to be Domin. Oh, here's a question. Um, 
Um, the question was, okay, then let me ask you a question about one of the biggest mysteries of G Gundam. How can the previous Shuffle Alliance members, including Master Asia, operate mobile fighters without wearing mobile trace system suits? <laughs> oh, shit. Does that not get revealed later? Nope. Okay, how, uh, Kevin, tell us how it happened. I would just read it. I'll just read it. This is a frequently asked question. Why doesn't Master change his clothing as he gets into his Gundam? To this question, I only have one thing to say. It may contradict with what I've been saying here, though. Forget about it. Or perhaps we had no choice. I had absolute, absolutely no reason for this. I just didn't want them to wear the suits, you know? If the characters look good with the suit, I would go ahead with the idea. No matter how much it doesn't make sense, I wouldn't care. Basically, I just wanted to look cool. <laughs> I, I respect that. Because <laughs> he would look dumb as hell. He would look so stupid in a suit, honestly. Yeah, he would. He would look like a dork. Well, there's your official answer as to why Master Asia doesn't wear a mobile trace system suit. Oh, you're the only person that owns that book in the whole world, so I'm glad you're here. Yeah, you're right. I'm the <laughs> one that bought this. So in that sense... Does it mean that the suit is just not necessary? I think it just means um, it doesn't make sense. so powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it means. It means Master's a new type. Master Asia is a new type confirmed it's, as well. Can you, be all alliance. can you have all types of chakra on Gundam? Yes. Sick. Yeah. That's broken. Right. And with that, I think that that ends our discussion of Mobile Fighter G Gundam Part 2. And we will meet you all next time during the tournament arc. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds exciting. Yeah. The tuning exams. Isn't this whole thing series been a tournament arc? Usually my favorite arc. Oh. G so. Gundam is the tournament arc of Gundam. The dark tournament. So I guess we'll see the power of the god Gundam. Is Master sure. gone? Who Schwartz? Find out next time. More chibity. On Zakutaku. And uh, we're going to censor the word chibity. <laughs> You can't do that, bro. You can't. I'll just talk get about a shot every time we talk about Chippity. Hey, no, you know what? I think the next 12 episodes, Chippity only has like one, maybe two important roles in the next 12 episodes. Fucking good.